What's good, everybody? I want to welcome y'all to another episode of Black Anime Reviews. Where we review anime, manga, webtoons, all that. Cartoon, co- comics, cartoons. Sooner or later, I got some in the, got some in the, in the, in the, in the trigger. I'm ready. I'm ready for some cartoon reviews. But today, we have a special review. It's our listener's shorts review. Reviewed to us by the great, awesome Yin. Uh, Yin Day, he, 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 uh, we had his listener's choice thing on Twitter and Instagram. Had some people comment some stuff. I will let you know. We will get to all of them. Um, it's just great to know that you guys really do like our reviews. And, you know, I guess, not honestly, you value my opinion, but you at least care enough <laughs> about my opinion. So, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's great. Um, I'm really glad that he uh, uh, suggested this anime. The anime is Battle Blockade Battlefront. Um, this is t- two-season anime, season one, and then Battle Blockade Battlefront Beyond, which I'm just going to refer to as season two. Uh, this is an anime I saw a while ago when it was first coming out, around 2015. Um, and a great, a great anime through and through. But it does have its faults. And looking back and rewatching it, I found I still enjoyed it to the same level. But the faults that I saw were a little more glaring. I saw that I didn't notice before. But before I get into all that, because you already know I'm uh, ripping into this, tear the new one, give it a whole new facelift, all that. Um, let's go over how we do reviews. Now, again, if you've you know already heard it, you can probably skip it. I don't know, like fast forward, like. 30, 40 seconds, I don't know. But for those, this is your first time hearing a black anime review. Let me tell you how we do it. So first, there's two parts of these reviews. There's an objective part, and that's what we call the critical part. Objective is something where I try my best to take out my personal feelings. I try my best to not, you know, have be emotionally attached to this anime for five seconds and really give y'all the nitty gritty of what I feel about this anime. So the, it breaks down into four categories. Each uh, three of them have four subcategories and one of them has two. Um, we go down with animation. Uh, it's environmental, character, action, cinematography. We give each of them an out of 10 score. And then we all add that up to out of 40. And that gives us that score for that. Um and then we do everything in percentages. I forgot to add that part. Uh, next, we have story. There's plot, plot progression, ending, and then pacing. Again, all out of 10. Add up to out of 40. Then we have characters. We have likability, effectiveness, designs, and credibility. And people have asked me about credibility before. And credibility is just about how real these characters feel in the world. Because sometimes we have a lot of times where we have... I said sometimes we have a lot of times. Sometimes we have anime where we have characters that don't feel like they belong there. And it's not on purpose. You know, like, I, and that's when we really get a, a problem where which these characters are no longer believable to exist within the world that their anime is in, or, you know, cartoon or even live action movie or something like that. So credibility is really about how real they feel within inside the world. And last, we have production, which is sound design and musical score. Then we, then we have my personal score, which is my, you know, subjective. This is all emotional feelings, all that, all that shit. Um, and I call it the fun factor. And that goes down to the four things I think is most important for me to enjoy an anime. And that is enjoyability, interest, characters, and then rewatchability. How much, how, how much likely am I to go back and rewatch this? Um, and so that has its own overall score, uh, which is the fun factor. And while the critical part has its, uh, has its overall score out of 140, that'll be like the official. That's the official. The, the objective score is the official score, not the subjective one. So without further ado, let's get into it. I struggled a little bit with having to score this anime because both two seasons are necessarily different from each other in a lot of different ways. So uh, for right now, I'm going to give each sco- each season its own score. And then uh, I'm, I'm thinking that for the official official score, I will average them together and that will be its score. Now that could change in future, whatever, but I just feel like it's unfair to 
really score an anime as a whole you know when it has different seasons necessarily because if you have, you have something like um one punch man where one team animated it one season another team animated a different season which really could affect the score that way and it's i feel like it's not fair to to judge the new season on the old anime team if you get what i'm saying like i so that's why i gave each own score this happens more often than not than you would really know within you know anime with switching studios and stuff like that but let's get into it so first let's talk about the animation this is something that's going to be constant over both of them the animation for blood black blockade battlefront uh is fantastic and every essence of it the it's 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 one of the most eye-popping gorgeous anime that also uses a, its own kind of unique art style like it's it's shonen and you can tell that it has that shonen style of art um but then it's also it also you know it's what's the word how do i explain it i want to say it's slice of life it's slice of life in a way because of how it's not really no there's no term in arcs there's really not big training arcs like that but it does that you know that really you know uh age that young boys type of content that kind of style and they do a really good job of that and it just mixes a lot of its own different styles of art, which really makes it really, really fun to watch, really eye-popping, really enjoyable in every sense of the word, you know, when just watching. Like, if there's no words, you would really love the visuals that has it. So, environmental, I get the environmental 10 out of 10, and I could be really critical. I could be really critical on it, but there really is nothing that I've seen environmentally that is wrong. And everything, and this is one thing I really love about this anime, is that they made it so... The environments, you know, really work with what's going on in the show. And you know what? That just reminded me that I did not tell you guys the synopsis of this show. So, um, <laughs> let me do that real quick. Let me do that real quick. Because some of y'all probably never seen this before. Like, Aaron, you just going straight in. You didn't even... That's how y'all know I'm excited to talk about this. Um, all right. So, this is the synopsis. For Battle Black A Battlefront before I continue because I'm just, I'm wilding. So, pursuing photography as a hobby, Leonardo Watch is living a normal life with his parents and sister. But when he obtains the all-seeing eyes of the gods at the expense of his sister's eyesight, he goes to Hell Salem's lot to in Hell Salem's lot in order to help her to help her by finding answers about the mysterious powers he received. So, that is the synopsis. Again, I'm sorry for saying it late. Um, but just to go back in, yes. And so in Helsinki's lot, there are monsters and humans. There's different monsters of different sizes, different, you know, colors, all different like that. It's all big, very super diverse, okay? Helsinki's lot. And it's where Helsinki's lot is what ne the new name for New York in this world. New York used to, was, um, there's like a hole that opened up in the middle of New York and it, it, it connected our world with what they call the alter world, alter world, which is, you know, the alternate world. Um, or, you know, Parallel World. A lot of different names you could call for it, but they call it the Alter World. And so monsters start pouring in here. You know, magicians stop the hole from spreading, and now Hell Salem's Lot is just a mix between both. And one, you know, one critique I can say is that, the, not critique, but praise I can say is that this world is a lot better than ours. I do not believe that if this happened in the real world, that niggas would just be chilling with the monsters. I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that. We're not, humans not, Americans, the United States is not built like that, okay? That's just a fact, all right? This is idealistic to the core, because if this happened in real life, we would have bombed New York to smithereens. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, y'all, just letting y'all know that. I don't believe that would happen. But, so, and what I mean is with the environments is that we have different peoples, different, you know, aliens, different, everything like that, and they really do a good job of blending what would be 
you know, an idealistic New York where monsters existed with their own restaurants, their own stores, and, you know, their own destructive environments and how the environment really changed because of this hole that opened up that allowed the alter world to affect the real world. So they did a really, really good job of, you know, blending that. And, you know, you have some parts where you have parts where like um, the alter world seeps into the real world and it, 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 it makes, you know, this area look more distinct. And it and it's it does a good job of blending. So I really love how the environment action environment animation is. Um, character animation ten out of ten. They do a, and I, um actually I'm gonna change this. Actually no, because this isn't action. Character animation I think is really good. Character animation does a really good job of what's the word? Does a really good job of you know showing us very fluid characters that move very well and you know it's it's. Something like, okay, it's like a Blood of Zeus where it really felt like in the beginning it was moving on like, like you know, 10 FPS. Like, it felt like it, it was a slideshow. This, you know, it's very smooth. The characters, you know, they look very nice, move very nice, whether it's on their bikes, whether it's on the, their running, whether it's on, they're just like walking, they're talking like that. It looks very good and it's, you know, aesthetically pleasing. Like, there's no, there's nothing, there's no complaints about it. Like, I didn't look at this and be like, wow, they animate these characters horribly. Like, they, they, they did... They did um, really well and in a lot of ways you could argue above and beyond because of how they animated also the monsters. The monsters look really good. Like and a lot of times they they look like they didn't take, you know, shortcuts to make them, you know, cute them down or size them down. They are a lot of them are imposing. They're they're, you know, uh not say scary, but they're in your face. Like these are monsters and they do a good job of that while also, you know, blending it to where some of these monsters are really peaceful. Like they're big giant but like that, but they're still peaceful creatures. You know what I'm saying like so not everybody is like that so i've written that's really a, one of the main points of the show also like there are people there are monsters who aren't vicious like you know they are that are vicious so like that's there's that really good you know balance between it so they do a really good job of animating both the the human characters the monster characters and that's where i kind of give them that above and beyond that 10 out of 10 because they do a good job of doing both um next we have the action animation and i had this at nine but i'm going to move it to I ha I'm going to move it to an 8. I'm moving it to an 8 because, one, because the next season does a much better job at action animation. That's the first thing. The next season does a be way better job than this season. Um, and also, in the action, we don't really get a lot of well-crafted action scenes in here, right? When we do, it's good, right? When we do, it's good, but we don't get a lot of them. So it's, and, and I, okay, that's not even true. When we do sometimes, a lot of times, they do not have, like, the full action scene. They'll cut through it. It'll be for a gag. It won't really be for the full exposure of the action. So it's, 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 and that's the only reason why it's not a 10 out of 10, or, or I kept it at 9 out of 10, because it's, you know, sometimes you want more from what they're giving you, even though it is nice, if y'all you, if get what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that it's bad, but I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's, it's not enough, if you get what I'm saying. But the action animation's good. There's a really, there's a few scenes that are just really, really good. There's a few parts where, and I mean, some of you have seen this probably where you have one of the characters, he like, you know, they go into like the, he goes like super fast and they smear the screen and it looks all like that. And it was really good. And they have other parts where we have Klaus, the the head of um, Libra, the secret agency that's kind of like the, the the main team of the of the anime. And he has a lot of good fighting parts and even like Esmeralda Freeze. Like, there's a lot of good, really good looking action animation. But again, this next season does a lot better. And for me to give this one, almost the same score I feel like would be disingenuous so put it down um cinematography 9 out of 10 
beautiful anime. Like, they marry everything together from the, from the characters, the environment, the action. It is a beautiful anime, picturesque. They do, like I said, I really love how they married the two different worlds together in this new New York, this, uh, you know, Hellstone's Lot. They do a really good job of marrying the two cultures that they create in here and giving us a new New York, you know, something that isn't that we see every day and how it works. So I really love it. And then there's also a lot of really good scenes that really show off, you know, just how much detail and effort they put into this this anime. Uh, next up about the story. So the story is the weakest part of the anime. As we know, like from the synopsis, like that, it's all about, you know, the, our main character. Um, he is looking to find an answer for what happened to his sister. But this anime, you know, tends to shray. It tends to shred. It tends to bring up plot points that are supposed to be important but don't end up being important. And I'm not saying like supposed to be like I know the fucking mangaka, but it's something they spend a significant effort on within a few to two, three, four episodes. But then it, it just ends off and we don't really get an answer to the problem, you know. So like we we get a lot of these empty plots and empty plot points, and he never really finds answers. Like for me, if after finishing the first season, I would say the first season has nothing to do at all about him finding answers about his sister's eyes and more about Leo just finding his confidence. But that's not fully what the plot's supposed to be, if you get what I'm saying. Like, it seems as though the plot really strays and y'all. So, like, we have... This is a show that has a very, um, you know, deconstructed plot structure. So this is something like your Cowboy Bebop, right? That's the best... Cowboy Bebop is the best way to explain it because he has... Every episode is different, you know? And it's also a slice of life, as, uh, as you could say. But every episode is different, you know? They're different, doing different uh, roles. It's very comedy-heavy. It's very joke-heavy, which is fine because the comedy lands. It's funny. It's entertaining. And... But... Unlike Cowboy Bebop, we never really get a full plot out of this show. We never get a point where it's like, okay, this is the serious part. And, well, serious part as in this is the part where we get answers to our, pro to our questions. We never get that. You know, we, we in, in the, first, the first season, and I, it's spoilers, but it's been out for five, you know, five, eight, five, six years. Um, we get to a point where at the end of the first season, we had this character, White, who was shown up earlier and she uh, she becomes friends with Leo, and she has her own inner turmoil, which which is really good. When I get the characters, it's really good. And we have you know this other character, Black, who again they had a similar situation that happened to Leo and his sister, and that's how they become you know conjoined, you know interconnected within this web, within this you know plot line. And it's really good. It's it's the it's the definitely the better ending out of the two seasons. But again, it's. It's it's that small plot point, but there is like five other six other plot points that we never got into, you know. Like we like it just, it's introduced and then we never see a resolution for the plot. And I mean, again, maybe you've read the manga or something like that. It definitely delves in deeper, but we're not talking about the manga. We talk about the anime. So they never really delve deep into that. So this is where the the story, the the you know the plot structure, it really fails. But not really, you know, by introducing stuff and never finishing it. You know, we get a lot of half finishes. We never get, we don't really get a lot of full finishes. And that continues even on into the second season. So for the plot, I give it a 6 out of 10. Because, like I said, maybe you see everything I just said. That's why I said 10. For plot progression, 5 out of 10 is weaker. Because the plot never really progresses. You know, again, and it, it, the 5 out of 10, the bulk of these 5 points is out of this, the arc between White, Black, and Leo. That's the, that's the bulk of those 5 points. The rest of them is where we don't get any answers. To any questions regarding Leo's eyes, we don't get any answers to the blood breeds. We don't get any even like even um, we get a part where we learn about um, 
I forget his name right now, but another character, he uses the Blood Dipper style. I can't remember his name right now. And they start introducing his master and all that stuff. We don't really get any answers to that either. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we never really get answers to that I, I know. I, I can understand what you would say. Oh, okay, this is a personal thing. It's something you want. But it's not when they put condensed effort into it. When we really get, when, when the blood breeds are are shown to be the super powerful, high-minded beings that could be the, the 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 reason for the hole that showed up in New York and the Alter World, and it's hinted at multiple times, but in the first season and the second season, yet we never ever get even a hint at a resolution or a hint at what could be at what's bigger play. Then we also get like the. The, and I believe these are played for only comedy, comedy's purpose. And we get the the uh, thirteen kings of destruction like that, but we only really see one. That's Femt, and then Black ends up being the embodiment of one. But like that's just thirteen of them, and then there's other one. Like it's just, it just, I mean, some of them are played for comedy, which is fine. But this like the, the plot never ever really tries to progress part past you know the the point of where it should. You know, blood breach, we should be more fleshed out with them. They're not fleshed out. They're just vampires or quote unquote not vampires. Like then there's like the King, 13 Kings of Destruction. Black is one. Black is embodied by one that wants to destroy the world and reopen up the hole. And it's like, wow, like what else do they, what else do the world ones want to do? Or what else are their plans? And we never really get into it. So you could argue that that's just me being a personal person saying that I, I really want that when it's not really necessary. But I feel like it's something that's lacking and something that really takes away from the series being bet it could be better than it could be if you get what i'm saying if we actually explored that while still keeping the soul and heart of it we could really get something that is special and it's something that is lacking from this series um ending nine out of ten i love the ending of season one the ending of season one they didn't need to be season two oh no honestly it like even though a lot of the answers that they asked a lot of the questions that they asked never got answers the ending of this is conclusive you know, like we don't really need more, especially if they're not going to answer the questions from season one, if there's going to be more, if you get what I'm saying. So like, we don't really need more. We don't really need it because the end of season one really gives us Leo's four arc. Leo begins in the, in the beginning is unconfident, unconfident. He's scared. He he doesn't. He he's brave. He's brave. He moves forward, but he doesn't have that extra oomph that he needs to be the hero that he wants to be for his sister. And by the end of season one, we have that. Leo has gone full circle. He has become everything that he wants to be and needs to be to continue continue to fight and figure out what he needs to 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 save his sister. But so, but we yeah, Alex, we don't really need a second season. So it's it's a really good ending, really good. I think it really it really really made me love Leo's character and who Leo is, and it's it was just a really good really good ending to this. It's forty five minutes. You know they put a lot of effort in that. They did a really good job with it. Um, and then last we have pacing. I have seven out of ten. I'm like it's paced really uh, pretty fine. I mean even though the plot progression, you see this is a different plot progression than the pacing. The plot progression we didn't really move on with the plot, but. I did a good job of pacing within those plots. I never felt like anything was moving too fast. Um, well, okay, I'm going to say that. There was parts where it could, I could believe it was confusing. And um, one of our friends over at the Inside the Blurred Mind podcast said that she had sometimes that um, 
she was confused a little bit when reading it. And that and the confusion for me comes from that this show leans very, 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 very heavily on the fantasy aspect. You probably want an explanation. Why can they manipulate blood? Oh, it's a curse. That's it. That's the, that's the answer. Um, why can why can this person do this? I don't know because they can. Whatever. Like it's a it leans very very heavily onto its fantasy aspect. So if you're really looking for explanations on why people can use their powers to the extent that they can use them, you will never get them. You are asking. It's lost hope. It, again, it may be in the manga, but in the anime, you will never get an explanation for why people can use the powers the way they can. So a lot of times, it could be confusing that way. But it doesn't. Really, it's not slow. It moves through the show. You never really feel like you're missing anything. Like it doesn't feel like when Black becomes when we find out who Black is, it doesn't start going ridiculously fast. It's still kind of Black has a plan. And he executes the plan like it, it's it, the pacing is really good. Um, well, decent. I'll say decent. It's better than well, decent. Really good. I'm sometimes I'm bad at words, but it's about in the middle between those two, in which it's not too fast, but it's also not too slow. Like it's it's a very it's decently paced. So the it's actually a little bit better than decently paced because you can because you can see things as they plan out. Um, and you can necessarily see the ending and where things are going, and it doesn't feel like you just skip straight to it. So. Pacing is 7 out of 10. That gives us a 27 out of 40, which is a 68%. I just remembered. I forgot to take the percentage for animation. Animation, I got 37 out of 40, which is a 93%. So that story is going to be the lowest percent, okay? <laughs> just, and that's for both seasons. Uh, next, we have characters. The characters. So this is a show that is bridged upon, that is, that is built upon the back of its characters. The characters in the show are phenomenal. They all are unique to each other and have their own quirks and actions and they're all funny in their own way and they make a really good job of really discerning each from each other because it'd be in this world where, where, it's, where it's leaned very heavily on fantasy it can feel as though people are gimmicky. It can feel as though that there is no weight or there was no you know depth to these characters but all the characters have depth and it gets explored whether we go into the second season or we, we stayed in the first season the characters are really well done and they create a very good cohesive bunch of people who want the best for their world and so uh, likability nine out of ten um I, I don't know why i'm full full 10 out of 10 i probably have to go back and remember um <laughs> but likability i there's not any characters i disliked necessarily i loved all the characters the other characters were fun they were and they were interesting. They all had depth to them. They all were unique, and they all did a really good job of, you know, pulling. They were pulling the most out of Leo of the main character. You know, I, I think I didn't give it a ten out of ten because I maybe it's, it's not. I don't. I don't want to say it's perfect. I don't want to say it's perfect, but it's damn near close. Um, next, we have effectiveness. Every single character is effective, and every single character is effective in their own way. Like no character is wasted. Nobody here is just like, okay, yeah, they're just, they're just, they're just there. Like, they're just there. Like, we don't know what, why they're there. We don't know their importance. Every single character in the show that is in the, you know, the main circle is used. And even with side characters, side characters are useful. In that, in the, like, the side characters are, have their own depth to them. We may see them one episode or in the background of a few other episodes. But when their episode, they are a useful character to the cast and what they do. And that's all we can ask for. You know what I mean? Not every character is going to have superior depth, but the idea that every character is basically useful is fucking amazing. Like, well, I, like you don't really get that a lot in every show. A lot of times you'll have one or two side characters that are just wasteful, useless. But no, they didn't do that. And this one, every character has its use, has their use, 
and they just do a really amazing job of giving us, you know, a lot of really fun anime with characters that are likable and useful. And that's just really good. Um, next, we have designs, 10 out of 10. I, this is a perfection thing. I think design, the designs of every character are damn near perfect. They're really, really good. Like, I love looking at them. Every, again, everybody's unique. You know, some people got suits on. You know, Leo does. I love Leo's look. I love, you know, White's look, Black's look. I love, um, I love when we get into more of the newer characters. I love their looks. Everybody's look is really good. Um, next, we have credibility, 9 out of 10. That speaks for itself. These people belong in this world. They belong there, and they do a really good job of proving that every time they can. Um, so we get 37 out of 40 for characters at a 93%. Next, we have production, which you go set. Uh, oh, I almost gave you out of score already. Production, sound design, 8 out of 10. There's about a, one, there's a few sounds that was a little wonky to me that really didn't feel real. But for the most part, all the sounds were really good. I would even say at some parts, we really even had like Fire Force level good amount of sounds like you know one sound i really love is when leo uses his eyes they have this one sound that i feel like should be more iconic than it is but it you hear it and it's automatically that's leo you know like that kind of iconicism that kind of you know distinction is really really good in like making the anime memorable making it you know uh Making it more of a fun, like, not, nah, I say fun, but making it memorable and making it, you know, more distinctive. That's the word. Yeah, I don't know why I said fun. But, yeah, they just really do a really good job of it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, next, musical score. Oh, my gosh. The music in this anime is hitting on a different level, okay? OP, fire. ED, fire. Everything in between, fire. They, they bounce around from hip-hop to pop to, you know, uh, orchestral to, you know, you know lo-fi type beats. They bump around from everything, and it fits all the moods and areas and timings perfectly. 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 Like, they do a great job with the music in this anime. I was bumping the entire time, and it really sets the mood, sets the tone for a lot of the moments in this anime, which is what makes it so good. So, yes, that's a 9 out of 10. Damn near perfect. Amazing. Um, that's how it gives a production of 17 out of 20, which equals 85%. So the overall score for Battle Blockade Battlefront Season 1 is a 118 um, out of 140, which equals 84%. And, I, and before I start this, I was thinking again, it's going to be around 8 out of 10, which is what it is. The story really, really drags down the series. If the story just was a little better, a little better, this is classic level i mean some people could argue that it is but this is classic level the story was just a little better my personal my fun factor enjoyability nine out of ten i had a fun ride from the beginnings and interest 10 out of 10 i love and i said it's a four this is the ideal idealistic dream that if this something like this were to happen you know the united states would somehow be peaceful with them for the most part it's not real. In real life, I don't believe this would ever happen. But it's the holistic dream, and it's really interesting to see how they communicate with each other. And also, like, little things like every episode the city gets destroyed. You know, the infra also, the, the infrastructure they're paying for here, the politics of this this city is amazing because they be rebuilding, rebuilding the city in, like, a week. Like, this shit is great. Like, <laughs> I wish we had that kind of infrastructure money in real life, but we don't. Um, 
but it's just interesting to see everything. So that's 10 out of 10. Characters, 10 out of 10. Again, I loved every character. Um, this is like subjective. I loved every single one. Rewatchability, I've rewatched it. 10 out of 10. I think I've rewatched this three times. This is my third or fourth time rewatching it. It's a really good anime. So fun factor, 39 out of 40, and that's a 98%. You know, it's a, it's an amazing anime. Like, if I'm just if I if I was just giving this off of like feelings, it's like basically ten out of ten for me. But objectively, I would give it an eight out of ten. Um, next, we have season two or beyond. Now, I think both seasons are very equal, but for the most part, when we talk about quality, it's very almost almost identical when we talk about quality of um you know the story even the animation all the way down to production it's almost damn near the same but there are some slight differences that i think need to be talked about um for the animation we get uh environmental 10 out of 10 character 10 out of 10 action 10 out of 10 the anime the animation in this season for the environmental the character and action is all better than last season and last season was already phenomenal so you went from phenomenal to, to this, like it was it was amazing. They really took a lot of time in to really sit down and 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 craft really imaginative, really fun action scenes. The characters, again, I mean, they they they're more refined in this season than last season. And I think again, with ten out of ten last season, I, I didn't think it could get better, but they got better. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and it's they did a really good job with it. Environmental, ten out of ten again. Environments look amazing. There's a few episodes where they really, they really look really good. So I really enjoyed it. Cinematography, I gave eight out of ten because I feel like they spent less time giving us the picturesque scenes. You know, like there's not a lot of time spent on that. We're really hyper focused, hyper realized on the characters um, this season, and the cinematography kind of takes a back seat. Um, still good. Still has a lot of good parts, but that's pretty much it. I'm not gonna harp on it because again, it's the same. 38 out of 40, 95% for animation. Now, this is where it gets kind of different. The story in this one is worse, in my opinion. They the, they kind of throw away any idea of an actual plot. And after season one, where they brought up blood breeds, they brought up the 13 kings of destruction, they, 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 they introduced, introduced us to a lot of juicy, juicy, meaty plot. You know, and then we go to season two and it disappears. It's like, just, it's never there. It doesn't exist. Blood breeds are now not really used for any type of plot points or plot progression they're just there like when i mean just there i mean they're just there they just pop up every once in a while and there's, there's a few points where they are but that's not really to the end and it doesn't like it again like it, 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 it there is no really real conceivable plot in season two I know it's all about supposed to be about leo actively searching to for a way to fix his his sister but we don't we don't get that. We never get that. We never get anything that even hints to that. The story is just a hodgepodge of different adventures with with the group of Libra. That's really all it is until we, again, just like season one, we get to like the last four episodes and they decide to get serious for, well, the last two episodes for this one. And they have the series for, you know, 60 minutes. But the whole other two, uh, 10 episodes is just a hodgepodge of different episodes with no conceivable plot structure or plot at all. And because and you could argue, and like, in the, at the end, we still kind of get this, you know, Leo was more confident now type speech. Leo knows what he wants now type thing. But we already got that in season one. That's not new. That's not new. That's the same thing we got in season one. Like, this, this, this doesn't, this, this story-wise adds nothing, nothing at all to this, to, 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 to the overall story, overall what's going on in, in the world. 
Like it adds not a damn thing. And that's just a shame because this word is so interesting. There's so much that it could be explored. I mean, saying you have to explore everything, but explore the things you brought up in season one. Explore the thousands of blood breeds that are living under Halsam Lot. Explore, explore the 13 kings of destruction that seem to be hell-bent on destroying the city and causing chaos. They, they, you know, explore so many other things that give us, you know, uh, um, a deeper look into the area, into the world of, you know, that, that this earth is in and, and of the dangers that present it. And we don't get that. So plot, I give it a five out of 10. I think it's, 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 it's mid. I mean, there is some, I mean, there's fun stuff that happens. And I mean, when we even get to like the last, you know, a few arcs that we do have that kind of have some type of plot structure, they are interesting, say the least. Plot progression, five out of 10. It does its job. It does its job. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't really, you know, satisfy me, but at the same time, it doesn't, you know, disappoint me. It progresses the way, you know, we have a lot of good times where the plot points, you know, kind of hit where it's supposed to. But besides that, it, that's, that's really all I can really think of. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just okay. Cause the plot, cause the plot doesn't really progress. I mean, there's, there's no very plot for it to progress, but when we do have those certain arc structures, it does a really good job. Like when we have those arc structures, where we do have like a conceivable plot, it does a good job progressing it and pacing it. But outside of that, it's just nothing. And I mean, again, it's a fun show. It's funny. It's, 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 it has a lot of fun moments, but there needs to be for me to rate it higher, for me to really give, I guess necessarily give it as flowers, it has to give me something. And it doesn't give you anything. And that's just, it's just a shame. I just feel that way. Ending. 5 out of 10 again. Ending isn't bad, but it's not good. It's too open-ended. And especially since we didn't get another season. But it's, it it pales in comparison to the end of season one. So where season one is mine, my, my, like mine was a magnanimous it's really like, wow, like we've seen Leo grow. While season two is just like, I guess they're trying to push for that, but we already knew that from season one. Season two, like his sister is like, run away, and he doesn't, but we already know in season one, because that was the whole part of season one, was to show that he's not running away. And so why do we have this again in season two? He's just not. Ending is just not bad. Pacing, I gave it a six out of 10, just because there's no conceivable plot. I mean, there's nothing to really pace necessarily. Again, when we do have those structured arcs, it's paced nicely, but it's, yeah. So that's a 21 out of 40, which is a 53%. And yeah, I just, you know, it just sucks for me because I, I just wish, I wish it was more. I wish they gave us more when they obviously didn't. And it just, low-key makes you want to read the manga, but y'all know me. Y'all know I don't be, I don't be on it like that. But next we have the characters. Characters, again, the characters in this is better than the first one, I would say. The characters, because we really get more fleshed out stories for the characters. KK gets more fleshed out story. We get fleshed out story for the werewolf. Forget her, I forget her name. We get a fleshed out story for, we get a new character. He gets more of a story. Like The, the, the best part about this show, again, is it's well, well-rounded, well-fleshed out characters. Um, Likeability, 9 out of 10. Great characters, still likable. Effectiveness, 9 out of 10 very effective um in the areas of you know helping the main character and stuff like that uh designs 10 out of 10 again and incredibly 9 out of 10 like there's, there's nothing there's nothing i can say bad about this i think the characters are the same necessarily but we really give more depth to them more more um 
more background for them because while those although season one is literally the leo you know because it's leo's the main characters of course season two he kind of and sometimes takes a back seat to where he is just the the what's the word instead of it being his story he is just the backseat. He's the passenger in somebody else's story, which I, I really enjoy with us giving us, you know, because no character is wasted. That's the best part. That's one of the best parts about this anime. No character is wasted. So that gives it a 37 out of 40, which equals 93%. And then for, for production, I would argue this production is similar, basically the same, um, same or better than last season. So um, I kept the sound design at eight, eight, eight out of ten. Again, every once in a while, a few sounds sounds wacky. I actually like the music more in this one, um, but again, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect, you know. Like I got to think of like the perfect things that I would give musical scores to like anime and like some anime movies, you know. And I just I I I, I was like no, nah, I can't say it's perfect, you know. It did evoke a lot of good emotion from time to time, but it did. It can't say I can't say it's perfect. I just can't. I don't know why. I just I feel like because I feel like the ones I think are perfect definitely did pull more out of me and definitely did I feel like set the tone just a, a slight bit better than this one did. But the music was still phenomenal. I love how they genre bend and do a lot of different genres. That's I think that's the best part about it. Not necessarily the emotional attachment you get to the music, um, but necessarily the how they blend different genres and different styles of music within the show. I think that's really the best part. Um, so that gives it 17 out of 20, which is 85%. So the overall score we get is 113 out of 140, which is an 80%. Perfect 8 out of 10. I think that's fair. You will find a lot to love about this anime through both seasons, but you will also see within the story that it's lacking a lot. Like the story is bare bones. The story is nothing special. And it has this, you know, like I said, disorganized plot structure like you would get from a Cowboy Bebop or a Trigun or, you know, uh, a Samurai Shampoo. Older, it's a very good older style storytelling that you would get in the 90s and early thousands. But unlike those shows, it never, never really gets to the nitty gritty. It never really gets to the part where we see the actual plot, the actual story, what, what's actually going on here. And we never really get to that. Never. So it really, that, that really pulls it down a little bit from being a higher scored. Um, personal. My personal scores did not change. Still at ninety eight percent for my fun factor. You know, I again, I I really enjoy this anime. I really enjoy it. You know, um, and you know, when when I'm watching just for enjoyment, where I'm not thinking critically, or I'm just watching to be fun. It 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 it's it's I, I enjoy the ride. I love it. I love the comedy. I love uh, I love the the characters, how they interact with each other. All those things are done phenomenally, and even critically, it's done phenomenally. But just the story, you know, is just the biggest bane of me, bane for me. I just wish it was better. I wish it was fleshed out better. I wish we really got some really solid development. I just, just so much stuff I really wish we could get just for story, you know, because your characters are phenomenal. Your animation's amazing. Your music is just, uh, like your production is off the charts, but then your story is just left there on a the line table, just like dissected and just left there. It's like, wow, like we could have did something with that, but we decided not to. Like you made a sandwich, but then you forgot the fucking burger. Like, come on, man. It got to be better than this. Um, but the others definitely does make up for, especially if you're just going, you're going for something fun and you're going for something that's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be enjoyable, but you will, it will be missing something. Uh, so that's a review for um, Battle, Blockade, Battlefront. If I were to average the two scores together, 84% for season one and 80% for season two, um, we would get 
an 82%. So, I mean, as to the show overall, would have about, again, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. That's good. That's a good show. That's a good show. It's just missing some integral parts to push it over the edge to greatness. Um, but I still, again, really enjoyed it. I definitely think that everybody should go ahead and go watch Battle Blake K Battlefront. Uh, season one and season two. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. Y'all been piping hearing me, you know, fucking up, fudging up on it this entire time because of how the words work. But no, really enjoyed it. Really think more people should check it out. And I think, you know, you also enjoy it too. Um, again, if y'all want, ever want us to review a certain anime, if you disagree with me, then, then hey, tweet at me, Instagram me, do whatever, add us. All right? I'm down for that action. Okay. I love talking to you guys. I love hearing what you that you guys love about the show, what you guys dislike about it. We always we're always down to make new content change and morph and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, let us know what y'all want us to review. Anime, manga, cartoon, comic book, um, comic book run. Um, you know, just let us know and we'll we'll get down to it and you know do it when we can. Um, we're gonna be trying to release more reviews weekly, so expect to you know hear more from me or Braxton or Fabian or Bo or Evan or any of us, you know. Um and yes, yeah, so, but that's it. Um, check y'all next time for the next review on Black Anime Reviews. And catch y'all.